0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hoag. Hey guys, I wanted to share an article about Etsy. Etsy is in a little bit of trouble, or at least their share price is in a little bit of trouble since Citroen Research basically called them out for lacking transparency when it comes to Etsy's policy about... Selling counterfeit goods on their platform. Now, this article has quite a few tidbits of, uh, you know, knowledge that I think is useful to us sellers that are going to be on Etsy for the foreseeable future. You guys know it's a great place to sell print on demand, but there's a lot of people like selling fake goods, drop shipping stuff from Alibaba. You know, every e-commerce marketplace has this going on. It is what it is, but they basically got called out for not doing enough to combat it. And it is being reflected in their share price. I'm going to show all of this to you in a second. So let's get to it. So the article I'm referencing is on Glossy. I will link to it in the description in case you want to follow along. So it's titled, As Etsy Faces Counterfeit Allegations, Sellers Band Together to Fight for Change. It was published on February 23rd. And it opens up with, Etsy's shares fell last week when it was accused by the research firm Citrone of being a haven for counterfeit goods. Now, look at what happened to their stock price since February 23rd. That is right here, all right? That is right there, that giant red bar. Uh, And since then, it has fallen quite substantially. Uh, It looks like it dropped as much as 45% on that news. So Citroën Research definitely uh, got Etsy, (laughs) Uh, pretty well if they were shorting them anyways i always said i wanted to short etsy and i can't believe i missed the opportunity there granted i had the the reason why it fell in front of me the whole time and just forgot about this article all right let's check this out though citrone focused on its criticism uh focused its criticism on the impact of these counterfeit sales on the brands the products copy but there's other contingent harm when marketplaces harbor counterfeit goods other sellers so they're saying it's hurting the handmade sellers, but it's also hurting sellers of genuine, um, you know, high-end goods. For instance, like we know, if you've ever looked at Etsy and gone looking for like fake Gucci, fake, you know, name that high-end fashion brand, you can find it. Also, you know, as you'll see here, they've got the Alibaba drop shipping. I mentioned this in a previous video not too long ago. So, according to the Indie Sellers Guild, a nonprofit organization made up of nearly 3,000 independent sellers on platforms like Etsy and Amazon. The presence of counterfeit and mass-produced goods on Etsy poisons the well for legitimate handmade goods on the platform. Etsy is meant to be a place where consumers can buy handcrafted goods from individual creators, said Matty Boyd, a member of ISG's member-elected board of directors. But they said it's obvious that there, aren't, there are many sellers relisting items from Alibaba and other e-commerce sites claiming they're handmade. Yeah, I mean, Etsy, I think, used to be a good platform, but I really think that ended when they opened the doors to print-on-demand. And I'm not knocking print-on-demand. You guys know I love it. I just feel like that was the vibe I got about Etsy as a platform. As soon as the doors were open and it was okay for print-on-demand sellers, I felt like they kind of were deviating from what made Etsy Etsy. Let me know your thoughts in the comments, though. So this can be seen in dozens of identical product listings by different sellers on Etsy, many of which use the same product imagery. So they just pull it straight off of Alibaba. You can see someone's listing this... uh, Refillable jet torch lighter um, for 15.99. Someone else is selling it for 11.38, and they're all just drop shipping it from Alibaba right here. So, quote: It puts legitimate sellers at an unfair disadvantage against the ones who just sell something from Alibaba at a huge markup. Boyd said, and it puts buyers in a tough position where they don't know who to trust when they're looking for legitimately handmade goods. And that's another great uh, point: is that <laughs> from the buyer perspective, not just the sellers. They have no clue who to trust if Etsy's not doing something about this. The criticism from sellers could undo Etsy's reputation as a place where consumers can shop small. In the company's earnings report on Wednesday, when it reported $4, $4 billion in revenue, Etsy noted strong performance on Small Business Saturday and Giving Tuesday. Now, granted, this article was published in February, guys, so keep that in mind. It's not, it's not a new thing. We believe this indicates that buyers associate with Etsy with shopping small and making a positive impact with their purchases, a company statement said. Granted, guys, I mean, I don't think there's ever been a point in recorded human history where words and narratives have deviated further from the truth. I, that's my personal opinion, by the way, as it relates to Etsy and as it relates to many other things. Use your imagination. Boyd is one of the founding members of the ISG, which was formed last year after a mass strike by more than 30,000 Etsy sellers protesting fee hikes for sellers. After the strike won some small but significant concessions from Etsy, the ISG was formed to continue fighting for more favorable terms for sellers over time, Boyd said. Because sellers on an open marketplace like Etsy are not a unified workforce, unionization in the traditional sense is impossible. Instead, the ISG is the community's sellers uh, of sellers' best attempt at forming a unified front through which they can advocate for sellers and negotiate with the platform companies. Sellers, by the way, must not be going well, and that's not me knocking their attempt to, I I respect their attempts, but like, dude, Amazon fees keep going up, Etsy fees keep going up, you know, inflation keeps going up, central bankers, thank you as well, gotta throw you guys a shout out there too, basically everybody's against the small business. A spokesperson for Etsy told Glossy that the company will be releasing a transparency report in the coming weeks explaining how it has invested in fighting counterfeits on the site. Quote, since 2018, we've quadrupled our investments in the trust and safety of our marketplace. In 2022 alone, we put $50 million towards these efforts. Now, stop for two seconds, guys. How? Did, what did that manifest in the form of? Does anybody have any clue? Am I the only one that's lost here? Please let me know in the comments. Like, they put $50 million towards those efforts. Has anybody noticed any difference other than, like, increased incorrect flagging of some of your listings as uh, being, like, infringing on a trademark that it wasn't actually infringing on you know what i mean like has anybody you have any clue did i miss something 50 million in 2022 alone the spokesperson said uh, we added sophistic quote we added sophisticated tools to help automatically detect problematic listings and we have dedicated teams that work to remove infringing items yet if you go to etsy right now and just type in like disney shirt you're gonna see probably all of page one 60 listings Infringing on Disney, you know what I mean? So what is that team doing? If you hired me for a day, I bet you I could take down, you know what I mean? Anyways, let's just... Throughout the course of Etsy's strike last year and afterward, the ISG has received very little official communication from Etsy. So they've received very little official communication. Does that surprise anybody? Even as the company has given into some requests. Quote, it's obvious that management has not done enough to control this problem, which calls into question the quality of its internal metrics reporting and the viability of its revenue base, said Andrew Left, founder of Citroën Research. That's the place. That's the company that uh, was probably short Etsy <laughs> to the tune of Etsy falling 45% after that report was released, which released the report on Etsy counterfeits. Quote, Etsy has become a company whose corporate culture on transparency and reporting should be challenged. One of the ISG's clear uh, early problems was with Etsy's star seller program, a badge given to sellers who meet certain criteria. It gives sellers top placement in search results as well as other benefits. The ISG alleged that the star seller's requirements, like completing a minimum of 10 orders in a three-month period, incentivizes the Alibaba product flippers at the expense of creators who are actually hand-making their goods because if you hand-make them, it takes longer to make and ship out rather than just going and drop-shipping it from AliExpress. Right? Etsy changed the policy in May 2022 to require only five orders without acknowledging ISG's campaign directly. While much of ISG's work has focused on Etsy, Boyd said similar problems exist for sellers across marketplaces, and we know that's true. And Etsy sellers, unhappy with the sudden 30% fee increases, as the platform enacted last February, can't just switch to selling elsewhere since other big platforms are also frequently home to counterfeits. And fee increases. (laughs) There are a few alternatives imagine uh, go imagine is one that comes to mind but Etsy really is the leader of the pack when it comes to handmade e-commerce marketplaces at least in customers perception but that is definitely subject to change with time if if Etsy keeps straying from its original like brand image uh, Boyd said so even if any of the any of the competitors have more favorable policies users would have to weigh that against a much smaller pool of buyers on those sites. Amazon has regularly been accused of allowing counterfeit goods on its platform, so much so that it's scared off some luxury fashion brands that have avoided selling there. When asked why the ISG is set on improving things for sellers at Etsy rather than encouraging sellers to go elsewhere, ISG president Christy Cassidy said it's a combination of practical reasons and pride. Quote, we can't lose the income etsy brings even as that income keeps shrinking but it's also the knowledge that etsy has this huge buyer base because of us cassidy said we built etsy by making awesome stuff being awesome to do business with and promoting the heck out of it back when it did have amazing terms before the wall street takeover of 2017 which by the way if you try to click that link it's behind a paywall but i was actually reading it in the source code and I love the title right there, The Wall Street Takeover. It doesn't need to be called anything else. I mean, the first sentence in that article uh, pretty much describes The Wall Street Takeover. If we left, we'd be throwing in the towel on more than a decade of hard work and starting over again elsewhere in the hopes that we'd be treated better in the future. It makes more sense to fight for the marketplace we already built than to try to build another. So that wraps up what I wanted to share today today. It's good to see a company actually get punished for once for kind of screwing over the sellers that help them establish their identity like Etsy's OG handmade sellers really did for probably the better part of a decade, if I had to guess. Um, and then, you know, Etsy kind of pivots away from that. And, you know, it was stuck to them by the share price, even though that'll probably recover just because it's included in the S&P 500. And I think macro really dictates valuations these days more than anything else. Uh, Unless something catastrophic happens to a company. Uh, Anyways, guys, let me know your thoughts in the comments below. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, that's really it, guys. Please hit that like button. Please subscribe. I will link to this article at the top of the description. And I'll see you tomorrow with a new video.